feeling the pressure put I'm in control Learning the business I'm putting the work and I'm ready to go And if you're scared Don't be Just listen to Tony What's going on guys? Welcome into episode number 36 of the Ask Tony Show. Thank you so much for being here. It's the first show of the year, so I'm super excited. Uh, we're going to have some new stuff coming up, so watch out for that on the podcast, different segments on the show. So 2021 is going to be a super interesting year for the show. We hope to grow, and as always, thank you so much for being here. We have some great real estate questions today that I want to get right into, so let's get started. Is the market going to crash? So right now, this is kind of like the question of all questions, right? People are wondering if the market's going to crash, what's going to happen? Am I going to lose all my equity? And so I get it, right? We just had a crazy 2020. We have a new administration coming in. So what's going to happen? So I'm going to kind of give you guys my market update, if you will. I try to do this at the beginning of the year. I'm actually going to, to do one. The way I usually do it is I show you guys uh, the actual graphs of the market. It's a very nerdy video, but I do it every year. So I'm going to, I'm going to be putting that out here probably in the next week or so. So watch out for that. If you're more of like a numbers person and you really want to get deep into the weeds of the market, we'll do that. But for the rest of us, the market is still very, very good, right? There's a lot of demand here in Utah. They're building all over the place. They can't keep up. Uh, there's very few homes. There's a ton of buyers. So that makes it ultra competitive. So those are, those are good signs because it means that people want to be here. People want to live in Utah. People are moving. And so all of that helps the overall economy to grow. So the issue that's happening right now is that there's not enough properties to meet demand. So because there's not enough homes, the homes that are on the market are very, very, uh, fought after. And that starts to slowly inch prices higher and higher and higher. So at some point, uh, the prices have to kind of stabilize because uh, it can't become, it can't get out of control. Otherwise it just gets unaffordable. But as, as it pertains to, is the market going to crash? It's not guys. There's no indication that the market is going to crash. Uh, all the forecasts are still saying there's still going to be appreciation. There's still going to be uh, good, good prices, good interest rates. So I think we're going to be just fine. How long do you think interest rates will stay this low? So this is another critical question, guys. Interest rates, we all know that they're historically low right now. How long are they actually going to stay that way? So I've been reading a lot of material. I've been meeting with my lending partners, trying to kind of get a feel for where they think things are going to go. And the consensus is that rates are still going to remain very, very good for the entire year. All right. Nobody has told me that they're that there's going to be a huge spike, something crazy. Now, pretty much every single one has told me that they don't expect rates to remain this low all year. So that being said, if you're someone that is looking to buy a property and you really want to get the lowest possible rate, you should do it now. But it doesn't mean that at the end of the year, you know, rates are going to skyrocket because the market is still healthy. So, uh, and there are actually some economists out there that believe that low, low, low interest rates like we're having now 
are not good for the overall economy. It's not healthy. Some economists believe that. I've read that multiple times. I'm not an economist, so I'm not going to comment on that. But that's what they say. So at some level, I think that rates do have to start to go up a little bit. And just if we talk about just past trends, right? When it was the last presidential election in 2016, rates were low. And then in 2017, at the end of 2017, early 2018, rates started to slowly you know, kick back up. And so if that trend continues, then what the logic says is that towards the end of the year, maybe second half of the year, rates are going to continue to go up. Uh, but again, it doesn't mean that they're going to be bad rates. Rates are still going to be tremendous. So it's still going to be a great idea to purchase a property, but they're just not going to be as low as they are today. Advice for a young college student who wants to buy their first home, but doesn't know where to begin. I absolutely love this question. So whoever this person is that is young, wants to purchase their first property, first of all, props to you, my man or woman, because that is awesome. Very few people have that in mind to kind of try to buy a property when they're young. I actually did a podcast about this on the Utah Real Estate Podcast where we talked about, you know, buying property when you're in your 20s. And for a lot of people, that's that's kind of a difficult thing. But what I have learned is that the people that can pull it off um, really set themselves up for success. It, it, it really is one of the key things that I think everyone should do in their 20s. And so if you're just kind of starting off and you have that goal, a couple things that I would do if I were you. Number one, I would really educate myself. I would really try to, to learn as much as I can to find people that I can follow that, that give out good information, uh, to really try to learn what that process is. All right, what are the different programs? What are the requirements? Uh, what do I need? What should I do? How should I prep? How much money do I need? All those different things. You really have to know what those are. There may even be people out there that have like buyers prep courses that you can take. You know, uh, some will charge you some, some are even free. Uh, and so if you can plug yourself into good information, then that way you'll, you'll be able to really learn what it takes. That's number one. Number two, when it comes to money, uh, I am of the belief, and I've said this multiple times on this show, I am not a fan of down payment assistance programs. So if you don't have any money, start saving. I'm of the idea, start saving. Uh, down payment assistance programs, they're going to really kill you on the interest rate. They they really, really are. Um, down payment assistance programs, it's kind of a disguise of, you know, they're there to help people ensure. I want to be very careful here because then my lender friends get mad at me, but I just feel like the banks make so much money off of these programs, guys. Like the, the biggest benefit is for them, not for you. And so, you know, I feel like you have to really work hard to get a down payment, save it, talk to your family, whatever you got to do. But if you can bring a down payment, uh, you're going to be able to buy a much better home for the same monthly payment. And it's just a better investment. You're going to be throwing less money away. And something funny is people always say, hey, you know, I don't want to rent because I'm throwing money away. And then what they do is they go take one of these programs and they end up throwing money away anyway because their interest rate is ridiculously high. And so I think that if you want to look at this as what's the best investment route, um, get a down payment. So work on getting those funds, learn how much you need. So, um, you know, those are really the two main things. Uh, also, what, what I talk about in the buyer course that I just spewed out to you guys is uh, it, it kind of always helps to go and get pre-approved uh, early in the process because you want to know uh, how's my credit, right? Is my credit where it needs to be or can it be improved? Uh, how much can I qualify for? And do I like the homes that are in that price range? 
So a lot of times people tend to get a little bit nervous when they talk about pre-approvals because they're like, ah, you know, if, if they run my credit and if they go, I have to give all my financial information and I'm not even sure if I really want to do this. And so sometimes they shy away from that and they don't go through that process because they don't want to commit. But what I would tell you is that if you want to do it right, then you need as much information as you can possibly get. The more info you have, the better decision you're going to make and the more prepared you're going to be and ultimately the better it's all going to flow. So don't be afraid of reaching out to someone to get pre-approved, even if you're not going to do it now. Because again, you'll know your numbers, you'll know how much you qualify for, if you can do it on your own or not, if you need a co-signer or not, if you need a down payment, get one. Uh, so all that information, guys, goes into making the best decision for you. But uh, you're already way ahead of a bunch of people just by deciding that you want to do this. And so attaching yourself to the right people and getting as educated as you can and as prepared as you can really is the way to go. I want to be an agent, but I have a full-time job. Is it even worth it? So this is kind of uh, an interesting question because when someone wants to be a real estate agent, I think sometimes they don't realize that most agents are actually part-time. The majority of agents nationwide are part-time agents. So what I would say to you is if you want to get into this real estate game, get into it, even if it's a little bit, even if it's on the weekends, on your free time, get into it, get your license and start learning uh, and eventually set yourself a goal to win in real estate enough where you can leave your job and then transition full time. But don't make the mistake of, of thinking because you can't be a top producer on day one, it's just not worth it and I shouldn't even do it. Uh, I don't think that's the right way to go about it. I think that if you have a goal, you have to start somewhere. And, uh, you know, everybody starts somewhere. And some people start part-time, some people jump in full-time. Depending on what your situation is, uh, get started. Study, get your license, attach yourself to people. And I, again, I say, I, it seems like I'm a broken record, but attach yourself to good people. People that can show you the ropes, people that can, you know, kind of manage you and kind of show you where to go, what to do, what not to do, what to avoid. And if you can do that, then you'll be successful. And the reason why I can say that is because that's what I did. So I found someone, well actually somebody found me that was interested in me and wanted me to be a part of uh, his team at the time. And I attached myself to him, I learned, I was quiet, I just did what he told me to do. And you know, we've, we've been able to be, to be successful. So I think that the exact same pattern works for anyone who wants to get started. But again, don't make the mistake of thinking that because I can't go into this full time or I don't have a ton of money or I don't have the marketing budget. I shouldn't even do it. Remember, everybody started somewhere. Will you change anything about your business in 2021? So going into 2021, I think that one of the things that we're really going to focus on is just education, right? I feel like as a community, as consumers, we need to be more educated on this real estate thing. And so I'm always, you know, surprised that people just, we really don't know how this thing works. And I don't blame anybody because we don't learn it in school. You know, sometimes if our parents don't own property, they weren't able to teach us. We don't really know who to trust. And so it's not something that society at large teaches us of how to invest in real estate, how to buy a property, the benefits, the pros, the cons, how to do it. And so we're really going to go heavy, heavy, heavy into education. So you're going to start seeing uh, online courses. You're going to start seeing seminars. You're going to start seeing, you know, virtual Zoom meetings. You're going to start seeing a bunch of stuff coming from us with the intent to educate. 
All right, so I, I already have a buyer's prep course. I already have you know a couple of other courses there in the uh, pipeline. So watch out for that because again, and I'll say this till the day I die, the more educated you are, the better things are gonna go, the better decisions you can make, the, the more you can avoid getting into trouble. So, but in many cases you have to reach out and be proactive to find that education because you know it's not gonna knock on your door. So that's where you gotta find people that you trust, that know what they're doing, that have a track record, that can kind of show you the ropes without being super salesy, right? So while we have to keep building our business, which that obviously is an important part, but at the same time, the education aspect is tremendous for me. So that's something that I'm gonna be going in heavy on in 2021. So if there's something you wanna learn, here we are. Feeling the pressure put, I'm in control. Learning the business, I'm putting the work and I'm ready to go. And if you're scared, don't be. Just listen to Tony.